Hey, good morning and welcome to the KLE podcast. Uh, this is your host, Sean. Great to be with you again. And of course, this is not your usual um, church message. Uh, this is where we are uh, a new generation of people equipped in kingdom leadership principles for living and for leading. This is not your ordinary church message. This is a message about a king and his kingdom, about kings and their authority, about you making a difference, having an impact, and being an agent of change right where you are. I was uh, thinking about um, a few things and uh, something that's really been impressed upon me. You know, going back to the days when when I was starting out as a pastor, very insecure um, as a leader. I mean, I had a gift and 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 I sort of had a sense of purpose and destiny about my life and and um, my wife Michelle and I we we had been involved in seeing a rather large ministry growing from like fifteen people to uh, over two thousand people in in a space of about two years and. Uh, you know, that's what I wanted. I wanted to have a church like that because I thought that would be significant. And that's what we were taught. That was the kind of impression that was left upon our young, naive um, hearts and souls. You know, it's just like you've got to be big. Otherwise, you're not making a significant impact in any measure. And and there were a lot of people like that. So they dressed like that. You know, they and uh, they had to talk like that, and, and a lot of competitiveness developed amongst um, the various young young leaders uh, or young people, weren't many leaders. But Michelle and I, we kind of just began to serve, you know. In um, and yet we were we were uh, <laughs> we were so insecure in our leadership and within ourselves. But you know, we had we had uh, served in children's ministry. We had served in youth ministry. Uh, run. I'd spoken in high schools and done you know outreaches in high schools and camps and even to military personnel to business groups. I mean, I was just on fire, just giving out my gift everywhere I could. You know, just telling people about the word of God. And I was so excited about Jesus and so excited about the word of God. And so I, we just shared everywhere. And in that, when we started, then we planted a church in a little town in Cape Town, South Africa. And uh, when we planted, um, we got down the line and and we had a visiting speaker come to, to speak. Well, it wasn't a visiting speaker. He ended up coming to speak, but he was a friend. I'd met him through another friend and, and, uh, and he said, you've got to have a vision. You've got to have a strategy. And I said, what? Um, but vision is important. You've got to write out your vision. So, and he said, otherwise you're never going to grow. You're never pleasing God. You're never going to have anything. And I'm just like, oh my. And he said, what are people going to be involved in? You've, you've got to give them a vision so that they can be part of, you know, so they've got something to be part of. And, uh, and that you can guide them and lead them. And, you know, and I thought, oh, wow. So I sat down and, and, you know, there was no internet or anything in those days. I'd been reading books like crazy, but not in that area. <laughs> and so I sat down and I said, okay, this is my vision. And I said, what do I need? And he goes, you've got to have a vision. You've got to have goals and you've got to have a plan. I said, oh, gosh. Yeah. So 
And that became now the obsession. That became like the thing that we had to do, we had to have, we, we had to get people involved. And then, of course, going to seminars. And, you know, that's how I'd grown up now in, you know, since I'd got saved um, and made Jesus the Lord of my life. Um, that's how we, you know, when you went to church, it's like, you cannot have a vision here. If you've got a vision, it's only our vision, my vision. And otherwise, two visions is division or two visions. You can't have it. You work against each other. You've got to leave. And boy, people were told, you know, they came and said, you know, God's told me to do this. Well, then you've got to leave. You know, you've got to be committed 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every day of the month, uh, every month of the year. You've got to be committed to this vision. This is what you work towards. Otherwise, we've got division and nothing happens. And boy, there was such a demand. And I I began to do the same thing. And, uh, oh, God, I repent, repent every day of being so ignorant. But now in my older age, and as God has taught me, and, and I began to really look at the Word of God differently, you know, I don't see Jesus coming and saying, I have a vision and you've got to, he, in fact, he equipped and empowered them for a cause, for a purpose, but not for a vision. He empowered them and he said, you've got to go with one message. And that is going to all the world and make disciples to what? To the kingdom of God. He said, this is the message you've got to preach. This is the purpose that I'm sent to do, is to preach the gospel of the kingdom in other places also. And that was his message. Matthew 13, I mean, Matthew 4, 17 says, you know, that he began to say in his, as his ministry began to launch, he, this is what he began to preach and say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is here. And, and it has arrived. And, you know, if I go to the book of Acts, we don't ever see Paul ever saying to a bunch of elders um, or, you know, where have you guys got a vision? You guys better, you know, the rest of you better adhere to that vision. In fact, he says in Ephesians chapter four that, you know, the, the gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher are there for the equipping of saints so that they will do the work of the ministry. So that they will mature and grow up into the full stature of Christ, not the full stature of their ministry, church, leadership, whatever. But that they would grow up into the full measure and stature, the full image of Christ. And that they would then be able to contribute everyone to each other for the total maturity of the body of Christ. Maybe, just maybe, one of the reasons we're not seeing the full maturity and the full manifestation and the full impact and the full influence of what the church of Jesus Christ can actually do in the earth is simply because it's not mature. It's not mature. It's busy serving a vision that a man says he has. And, and listen, I'm not taking away from a local church. It's very important. But I think the local church should be more a place of uh, equipping and empowering others to do what they call to do. You know, we're so scared that people are going to do the wrong thing. We're so scared that people are going to make the wrong decisions that they, uh, you know, we try and control everything. 
and and many times i wonder if it's the fear of of people doing it wrong or the fear of us not you know getting our thing done and we've, we've got to be careful and be discerning in this is that we we begin to get the order right in these things we need to rethink how we equip and how we um, engage and how we empower the next generation so that uh you know we're not producing what we think is a vision we create a vision that we are like trying to recruit people to serve but we must empower believers for their own destiny for their own purpose for their for what the way the what the way the the how the who they are to bring the kingdom of God to where they are. We've made the center of the universe, the church building. And what's happened and our ministry as, and I'm talking about as, you know, pastors, teachers, whatever, prophets, apostles, bishops, whatever. But we should rather be focusing on empowering them to take that the kingdom the message of the kingdom of god into every area of their lives and not making it the central focus the building being the central focus that was kind of what it was back in the middle ages you know the when Roman Catholicism became a very dominant force politically and economically with, you know, in the, in the European scene, and then began to go all around the world. It was very hierarchical. It was all focused around the, the property, the building, the priest, the, the bishop, the archbishop, the Pope, you know, it was all that structured was all that institution. It was all, focused on that that thing and that is the kind of same thing we've just changed the name but we've got the same thing going on today and we've got to begin to shift that um to how can we bring people as teams and i'm using the word team but you know whether it's eldership team or gift teams or resource teams whatever you want to call it but that i don't have all truth you know that and that's why i jump on you know with with uh, with my friend in in texas because we you, we come from different angles but we're on the same page we have the same value the same you know the same uh, um yeah we we just value the same thing we see the same thing but we just come from different perspective and i love it you know that's why we we just have conversation we just jump on a call and just talk about it because uh, we haven't got an agenda we don't you know even now I'm, I'm sitting here with no script whatsoever um it's just my thought you know and i don't it's not necessary all truth but i want to inspire you to at least think about where you are and what you're doing and what's important whether you are a ministry leader or whether you are, you know, a, a church member, 
I want to, you know, if you're a church member, I want to inspire you to begin to identify yourself as a king and a lord under the king of kings and the lord of lords. Begin to think differently and begin to act like a son of God who's called to go out and make disciples in every cultural group. And that doesn't mean you have to travel to another place, but it could be your culture. It should be your culture. That's where you should start. And then, you know, you begin to live out your destiny and and uh, your purpose the way the way God's called you to do it. There are many gifts, but it's the same Holy Spirit. There are many ministries or administrations, but it's the same Lord. And, you know, we need to understand is that we can, we, you know, we can have the same gift, but do it differently. And yet it's the same Holy Spirit, same Lord. And but we, we need you to grow up and stop thinking like a member of a church and start thinking like a son of God. To start thinking and believing and and, you know, acting and start being the son of God that you are. As a king that represents a kingdom and going into wherever you are and representing him, not by Bible bashing people, and inviting them to your church, but by influencing them with the glory and the presence and the and the constitution of the kingdom of God. All right. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. It's really great to spend time with you wherever you are in the world and uh, be encouraged, be strengthened and uh, be inspired to to begin to think outside the proverbial church box. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, Sean and thank you for being with me. God bless you. Until next time. It's uh...